This is Everyday Wellness, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve your health and wellness goals and provide practical strategies that you can use in your real life. And now, here is your host, nurse practitioner Cynthia Thurlow. Hey, hey, this is Cynthia Thurlow. I am starting a new weekly episode called The Friday Five, and this is really dedicated to getting to know my listeners a little bit better, showing you an entirely different side of my personality where it's just me talking and I'm keeping it really short, but we're going to cover five pertinent topics every week. And I want to also express gratitude. I want to start the Friday Five off each week expressing gratitude. And I'm going to take an opportunity to read a recent podcast review on iTunes. This is by Mrs. Gilbert. And it says, I've been intermittent fasting for over a year now and just recently found Cynthia's podcast and IG and Facebook pages. She shares so much incredible information about fasting. I love to learn bits of nutrition knowledge from specialists and apply it to my own lifestyle. There is always more to learn when it comes to wellness. So this has become one of my top podcasts to listen to and share. Mrs. Gilbert, if you are hearing this review, please reach out to us. We have something special to share with you as a thank you. And I encourage everyone, if you are leaving podcast reviews, please screenshot it and send it to info at CynthiaThurlow.com. We're going to be sharing a really nice download that you can utilize with some great recipes as a thank you. I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. And again, just wanted to take an opportunity to say how appreciative I am of your support and your interest. So this is the first Friday five. We just talked about expressing gratitude, which I think is critically important for us to do on a daily basis. It could be big or small. It doesn't have to be something huge in your life, but we know that people that cultivate gratitude tend to be much happier human beings. Next, got a lot of questions on social media about our recent trip. My husband and I went away. It was a bucket list trip. We felt on many levels, given the restrictions on being able to travel over the last 20 months that we wanted to do a really different kind of trip. And so we were in Rwanda and Zanzibar. Rwanda was incredible. I have a lot of photos on social media that I tried to share to demonstrate what an incredible country. It was so clean. The people were so gracious. Having the opportunity to see the gorillas was life-changing. And you really can't appreciate from photos how big the silverbacks are. And we were within probably 15 feet of them. Next, I wanted to mention that I always enjoy sharing a little bit, little insights into my personal life. I think it makes me more relatable No, every vacation we take is not something grandiose, but my husband and I really have a love and appreciation of travel and are really grateful that we were able to take that time away. And yes, I got a lot of questions about testing as we were going. We were tested quite a bit, actually seven tests while traveling, some required by the countries we were in, others required by the airlines. I'm happy to report we've been back for two weeks. We were both healthy and very, very grateful for the experience. Next, something I'm loving. Again, every week I want to talk about something I'm loving. It doesn't have to be an affiliate. I would say something that I'm loving right now. I am trying a new kombucha 
And I'm going to actually put it in the show notes and it's a tart cherry. And so I've been mixing it with sparkling water and some lime, and it just feels really indulgent. I would never drink the whole bottle of kombucha all at the same time, but we know kombucha is really beneficial for these probiotic rich profile healthy for those gut bugs. I don't eat dairy. So I get generally probiotic rich foods from generally from vegetables, but I do integrate kombucha a couple of times a week. I would say I probably have a third of a cup at a time mixed in with some sparkling water and lime. Again, it feels really indulgent. I've gotten a lot of questions about my health journey. I think I would probably start from the beginning. And, and I would say 10 years ago, I actually did a program with Natalie Jill, and that was the first time I did an elimination diet of gluten. And within two weeks, all of my psoriasis had gone away. And so if you're not familiar with what psoriasis is, it's an autoimmune condition. I started to develop it about six months after I had been treated successfully for Lyme back in the 1990s. So we're talking a long time ago, I lived with a pretty mild psoriasis, but enough that it required topical steroids and it, it got exacerbated when I was stressed out. And so, you know, part of my health journey has been a lot of things I encourage my patients and clients to do. And so, yeah, I was able to completely suppress psoriasis. My dermatologist was amazed just by eliminating gluten. We know that gluten can be highly inflammatory and oftentimes it's not so much the gluten as much as what's done to the gluten. So the exposure to glyphosate, if you listen to my latest podcast with Robin O'Brien, you'll hear a lot more about that. I'm actually going to bring on a specialist that I just heard on Ben Azadi's podcast, talk more about glyphosate, why it's so important to limit our exposure to it and how it can damage the very delicate small junctions in the small intestine and can make us susceptible to things like autoimmune conditions, celiac, rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, as well as a myriad of others. So that was my first foray into an elimination diet and completely cured my psoriasis. And then I spent a couple more years being completely gluten-free before I actually went dairy-free. And I like to affectionately refer to dairy as the five pound dairy. I did find in perimenopause that eliminating dairy allowed me to get rid of the last five pounds. I couldn't get rid of no matter what I did. I was eating well, intermittent fasting, sleeping, et cetera. And so dairy can be hugely inflammatory in certain individuals. So don't be afraid of an elimination diet if you feel like you're stuck. And then lastly, I wanted to talk about a study that I kind of stumbled upon and it was talking specifically here and we'll put this study in the show notes so you will have it. And the background on the study was talking about how certain types of protein can stimulate muscle protein synthesis, especially in what they defined as older adults, so middle-aged individuals and older, and you know, just a bit about the background. So when a person gains or maintains or loses skeletal muscle over time, and this is something called sarcopenia. And so we obviously want to mitigate loss of muscle, especially heading into our middle-age years and beyond, but we have to balance it with muscle protein synthesis, which Dr. Gabrielle line talks a lot about and muscle protein breakdown. And so a great deal of this can be related to the quality of protein we consume, resistance training, proper sleep, et cetera. And so in this study in particular, they were talking about different types of proteins, plant-based, animal-based, obviously things like whole milk and eggs and chicken breasts were going to be ranked higher than plant-based protein sources. And so it was interesting. The outcome of this particular study talked about without exercise, higher quality proteins, increased muscle protein synthesis, more than lower quality proteins, 
not surprisingly in older adults, but not as much of a net impact on younger adults. Now, again, where they differentiate older versus younger is very arbitrary. We know that after resistance training, that higher quality protein is going to be extremely favorable for muscle protein synthesis. So that's why quality of protein is so critically important. And then it was interesting. They also mentioned here that chronic resistance training increases muscle protein synthesis, but not lean mass because lean mass is includes not just the skeletal muscle, but also notably water glycogen and all the organs. So this can be dependent on dietary intake, et cetera. So just thought that was an interesting take and why it's something that I talk about quite a bit, why high quality protein is so critically important, especially with aging, you know, Dr. Gabrielle line and I had an amazing podcast together. And obviously she's someone that I watch really closely on social media and, you know, dive into her content. And if you haven't checked her out, you definitely need to, and we'll make sure that we include that. So this is the first Friday five. And I would love for you to share with me what you're interested in learning more about. I will put links to the kombucha I talked about, as well as the study that I referenced. And I will link back to Dr. Gabrielle Line. Had a great weekend. And as you know, we will drop a regular podcast every Saturday. And I'm really excited about the individual you're going to see more content from on Saturday. Can't wait. Thanks for listening to Everyday Wellness. If you loved this episode, please leave us a rating and review, subscribe, and remember, tell a friend. And if you want to connect with us online, visit the link in the show notes.